back for another episode of the podcast. All right, let's do this. Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. All right, everyone, I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. And real quick, just some plugs before I get into some topics. All right, so everyone, if you're listening to the Frankie D Show right now on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Pretty simple, right? Uh, Make sure you... Hit the thumbs up button, ding the bell, do whatever the hell you're supposed to do. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, wherever the hell the audio versions are, make sure you keep listening on them, subscribe to them. Always like seeing those numbers go up on those platforms. And if there's a platform that uh, you guys want me to go on, I don't even, I don't think I'm on all of them. There's a ton of them. Uh, let me know. All right. Sound good? If you want to follow The Frankie D Show on social media, it's at The Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right? We're good? Okay. You know, last week, I talked about Bob Saget's death, and I didn't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist. I mentioned how it, you know, the story kind of sounded a little fishy. It was like, he hit his head on something, and it was like, well, you know, no guesses. Did Bob Saget fall in the shower or something? Like, you know what? You know I don't know. Then I didn't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist saying someone definitely murdered this guy. There is like you know like what did he hit his head on? You know I didn't want to you know sound like a major conspiracy theorist because you know I'm sure a bunch of people were like, nah, there was nothing. There was nothing going on. Like, geez, don't sound like Alex Jones or something. And then as the days have gone on this past week. Sounds like there might have been some foul play in Bob Saget's death. Has anyone heard about that? All week I've been hearing that, uh, a, you know, it looks like a baseball bat might have hit him. He's got bruises on, you know, like these big bruises on the back of his head and stuff. His family, Bob Saget's family, they won't, uh, they're not going to be releasing any more information about his death now. Which is kind of weird, like... Don't you think they would want this information to be out there since he was a public figure and this has been a very public death? Like, I can understand if from the very beginning they didn't want this information out there. But they, re, you know, the, the initial information's released, the autopsy's released, and now they don't want it? It's like, what, did his wife, like, did he not have a prenup? Did his wife get him whacked or something? I, uh, you know, I want to, uh, I want some answers. And if he did get killed, you know, if he didn't actually hit his head, I, re- I read a story that said, like, there's no way he could, you know, he could have just fell and this happened from falling. Well, I don't know if that's true or not. But, I don't know. I don't have too much information on uh, the Bob Sack thing. I just wanted to bring that up since I talked about it a little bit last week. And I was kind of saying, like, I don't know. I was like, I doubt it anything crazy happened, but... Story does sound a little fishy, but now it's uh, sounding more like there could have been some uh, crazy stuff going on there. Maybe he did get murdered. 
I am not sure. I know Candace Cameron, she's the one that played uh, the daughter, the daughter DJ in Full House. And apparently she's saying that she wants more answers. Now, you know, she wants more stuff released. You know, and I'm sure all the members of that Full House crew do. Uh, it seems like they all stayed close throughout the years and stuff. I'm sure they were all very close with him to his death. Even the Olsen twins I saw went to his funeral. That would be terrible if he did get murdered. All right. Uh, Like I said, I don't have full stories on it. I just want to bring it up because I saw it going on throughout the weekend because I talked about uh, his death last week. But now I've got some stories that I have a little more information on right now. In fact, my one friend, he was telling me about this. I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but it sounded pretty interesting. So, figure might as well talk about it. So Kanye West, he says his uh, Donda 2 album, new album. I'm not a Kanye West fan. I re- I'm really not a huge hip-hop fan in general. I never got into it. I always listened to classic rock growing up and country up into a certain extent, and then country turned to massive shit. Um, you know, I, I've never been a Kanye West fan, never been a, a major hip-hop fan. When I was growing up, Eminem was huge. So I guess I was a fan of Eminem. I feel like I, you know, I couldn't really escape his music. And, you know, I did enjoy it. So, in terms of hip-hop, I liked him. There's a few other hip-hop people I like. But, like, Kanye West, like, I know a few of his songs. But I I definitely would not call myself a fan of his. The few I know, it's like, yeah, all right, they're fine. It's not like my ears bleed when I listen to them. But I I definitely wouldn't call myself a Kanye West fan. But anyway, apparently his uh, Donda 2 album will only be available on Stem Player. Now, some of you people might be like, what the fuck is Stem Player? Because when my friend first told me about this, I had no fucking clue what Stem Player was. I was like, is it a new streaming service? Well, when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, okay, I, I think he's just on a new streaming service. It, it appears that Kanye West was not happy with the money he was getting from Spotify, which I've been hearing for years about streaming services. I remember even when I was, uh, I don't, I don't remember how many years ago this was, but the country singer Garth Brooks. I remember he didn't want his music on like YouTube and streaming platforms really because he said that the artists really don't make any money from them. I have no clue how the artists make money at all from the streaming platforms. Like, you know, I guess the company has some sort of, uh, the companies, because, you know, they're on more than just Spotify. There's other streaming platforms. There's Pandora. There's iHeartRadio. They must have some, you know, the, the licenses to play their music, and then I guess they just give them some sort of uh, money for that. But, like, I guess it goes for how many views their songs get, right? I, I really don't understand that. Because I'm like, well, how could they afford to pay every single singer on the platform? You know, every single, you know, famous singer that they have copyright licenses to. I, I really don't know how it works. All I know is for years now I've been hearing that the music artists on Spotify really make no money from it. And then they bitch about uh, Joe Rogan and other podcasters. Well, Joe Rogan has an exclusive licensing deal. That's why he makes money, and he brings a lot of money into it, into the company. In terms of the other podcasters, they put their own ads in there. You know, it's not like Spotify is giving them ads. They're just giving them the distribution. People listen to them on Spotify, but they're making their own money uh, from that. 
But anyway, it sounds like Kanye West was not happy with the money he was making. I think there might have been something with, that he's not exactly happy about the quality of the music either on these, uh, yeah, on the streaming services. I, I'm not too sure if that's exactly correct, but I do know that he. Uh, it sounds like he's not happy about the money, so he goes to this uh, platform, I guess, called Stem Player. And I'm still a little confused about this. I'm just going to talk about what I have so far found out about it. Maybe I'll have a little bit more information on it in the future. It, it's not a streaming service. So apparently it's like a stereo. And, and, you know, which makes me, you know, curious. If it's like a stereo and his music is only like going to be on this, or can you play this music in the car? Or do you have to have the stereo with you at all times you want to listen to his music now? So it's like the stereo, and I guess his album will be on the stereo. And from my understanding, in the future, you'll be able to put his music on the stereo. But it won't be played anywhere else. I I think that's what I've gathered from it. Which, in that case, it kind of just sounds like an MP3 player, right? I mean, you know, an MP3 player, you put music on, you buy music, whether you bought it on a CD or you bought it on iTunes or whatever. You buy music, and then um, you download it to your MP3 player. But an MP3 player, you could have Bluetooth, put it in your car and stuff, you know, in your iPod, you know, put it in your car and stuff, and listen to music through your car, like... Again, I haven't read too much into the stem player thing. Maybe there is, like, a smaller speaker that you could just keep in your car, play through Bluetooth, hook it up. I, I don't know, but, I, you know, a lot of people listen to music in their car. They don't just listen to it at home. So, you know, I, I want to know what uh, that is all about. When, when I first saw this, like I said, I thought it was, like, a new streaming service. But apparently... So, you know, I thought it was free and stuff, but then I find out that the stereo thing you gotta buy is 200 bucks. So, you know, I'm like, is this only for Kanye West, though? Or, like, are other uh, singers gonna be able to put their music on the stem player? And, you know, how, you know I, how is this all gonna work? Well, Kanye West has, you know, he's got... Uh, a big audience, a strong audience, I, I would say. So he's made a lot of money from this already. I was like, I want to fucking pay 200 bucks for a stereo just to listen to his new album. You know, I I, I don't know. People like to spend money on things, I guess. Like, like, people really, like, I don't know. I understand he wants to make more money on it. You know, on it, on his music. But they, I don't know. I wouldn't pay 200 bucks for a stereo. Find another way. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, uh, like I said, I'm still learning about this. It, to me, it just sounds like an MP3 player, but in speaker form. I want to know if it could play in the car. I got a, I got a, uh, an article about it here. I'll read about it a little bit. So, it's, uh from Newsweek, what is Stem Player? Maybe it could teach us a little bit. The home of Kanye West's next album, Adonda 2. Alright, so here it goes. Banging to the beat of his own drum once again, Kanye West has decided to release his upcoming album, Donda 2, exclusively on his own platform, Stem Player. Alright, so this is his own platform. So does that mean that 
if other people want to get on STEM player, that they have to go through him and he would have to pay them like some sort of salary or some sort, you know, something, or is he just going to let people put their music? Like, how is this going to work? Or is it only Kanye West? Basically like Kanye West radio. All right, this says, he's foregoing the traditional launch of new music, which would typically appear on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or YouTube. If it's on Apple, though, I know like Amazon, you could just download it to your uh, phone as long as you already have Amazon Prime, right? But if it's on Apple, don't you still have to pay for that? I thought, you know, I thought you still would have to like buy the album. I could be wrong. I don't, I never buy anything from Apple. Uh, West spoke openly about why he's planning on releasing Donda 2 on STEM Player. Previously flying under the radar, West's announcement has got many people interested in what the STEM Player is, with many wondering how much it will cost to listen to the new album. Ye, as West is known, is now known, uh, explained his reasons for launching Donda 2 on STEM Player and also shared new information about the record including the titles and the track list. You know, I, I think uh, I saw it before. Maybe we'll see it, uh, you know, if it's in here. That he turned down a $100 million deal with Apple. I'm, you know, and but he said he's unhappy with the uh, money he's making on Spotify. I, I don't, but I don't know, $100 million, like, it's pretty freaking good, dude. Like, is that not enough money for you? All right, so what is STEM Player? STEM Player is both a streaming platform and a physical device that you can purchase. The product is named after a STEM, which is a music term used in audio production. There you go. You learn something new every day. Within a song, a STEM is a grouped collection of sounds that are used as one unit. STEMs can be removed, edited, or changed during a song, which is the basis of the physical STEM Player. The small device features a cross of four lights across the front, which was the image shared by West on his Instagram. The stem player allows you to customize any song, splitting it into stems, and according to the website, it also ships with Donda. All right, so you get Donda with it. This is... This stem player, it looks like a fucking smoke alarm. Isn't this guy supposed to be creative? This is like the ugliest fucking stereo I've ever seen before. It literally looks like a smoke alarm. People aren't going to know to listen to music on it. They're going to think to put it on your wall. According to the STEM Player website, the handheld eponymous uh, device features Bluetooth, soft skin, and haptics. The front-facing part of the physical STEM Player features four touch-sensitive light sliders, which can be used to alter the volume of the individual stems within a song. Other specs highlighted on the device include a 97 dB speaker, 3.5 3.5 uh, millimeter jack, anti-static coating, and a uh, eight gigabyte storage. That doesn't sound like much storage, does it? Like, are you gonna have to buy another two hundred dollar device once you run out of uh, the eight gigabytes of storage? It is also able to support a number of music files, including MP3s and waves, proving the device can be used on any song. The official Stem Player Twitter account shared a short video of the device playing and remixing. We don't talk about Bruno from Encanto. I don't know if I said that right. Um, Let's see. There's a little video from Instagram here. Let's see if it lets me play it. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I guess that was it's playing music. 
All right. Let's see. Go down a little bit. Third, the stem player can be purchased for two hundred bucks. West says there are currently sixty-seven thousand available and three thousand a day are being made. Fortunately, it seems as though fans may not need to fork out two hundred bucks to listen to Donda Two on this stem player device, as it is also likely to be available online on the stem player platform too. So, what necessarily does that mean? Is it free on the online player? Is there an app? Is there a STEM player app? You know, it doesn't say that there. Because if it's free, why would anyone pay the 200 bucks for the device? You know? And, you know, if the app is... Or, if, or do they just mean on the website? Which, again, if it is just on the website, does that mean people have to go to the website? Like, in their... If they want to listen to it in their car and then play through Bluetooth that way. I feel like there's stuff I'm missing about this still. I last little part of this I'm going to uh actually, you know what? I'm going to uh go down to one of his Instagram posts here. Alright, so he says in this Instagram post, STEM player trending, go to stemplayer.com to be part of the revolution. I feel the same feeling like when I moved to New York to make music. I ain't no what was going to happen, but I knew had to move. Good spelling, dude. After 10 albums, after being under 10 contracts, I turned down a $100 million Apple deal. Well, why would you do that? You, f- you feel like you deserve more money? I'll take the $100 million Apple deal, you greedy bitch. No one can pay me to be disrespected. You could pay me $100 million to be disrespected. Disrespect the shit out of me. I'll take the 100 mil. We set our own price for our art. Tech companies made music practically free, so if you don't do merch, sneakers, and tours, you don't eat. Jay-Z made title and fake media attacked him. Well, in the words of my big brother, come and get me. I'm willing to die standing because I ain't living on my knees no more. God, please cover me. I run this company 100%. I don't have to ask for permission. This is our second generation STEM player. We have more things we working on. I feel like how I felt in the first episode of the documentary. All right. That's all battle I got for that. I did see, though, he uh, released how much uh, he's made. Let me see. Hold on. All right, so this says on his Instagram. Oh, crap, it's not working. Come on. Will it work now? Okay, so this says on his uh, Instagram. STEM player full transparency. We sold 6,217 units uh, since 2,200 hours. 217.22, which grossed a lot of fucking money. (laughs) Over uh, 1.3 million. That's faster than I've ever sold any t-shirt. God has a plan. New frontier. Everyone that is supporting our revolution is changing the game for all artists. We no longer have to bow to people who don't even truly care about music. I feel like I'm back at SOB's performing Jesus Walks. I... 
walked away from Apple right after having the most number ones in Apple history. Songwriters have been really hurt by my streaming platforms. Some say I'm the only one who can make this change. So as the leading innovator in the mu- in music of the past 20 years, I'm putting my own work on the line to change it. I've already won by not being afraid to move. Now we're winning because there are true supporters that have invested their hard-earned money in my vision of freedom. I love and appreciate everyone who believes my promise and creating a brighter future. Well, this is all very interesting. I don't know. I I, I don't. I guess we just gotta wait to see how this plays out. I got a message from someone saying that uh, people are complaining about it. Off to uh, read into that. I can see how people would be pissed. People, especially, I feel like they're not explaining this very well. Therefore, you know, I I can't tell if people can get the music for free because it says like you might not have to pay the two hundred bucks. And they're definitely not throwing that out there. Like, at least when Joe Rogan went to Spotify and Caller Daddy went to Spotify, I remember seeing, it is free, people, and so many people still thought they had to pay for it. And after they said, like, a ton of times, it is free. You do not have to buy Spotify. You can do, use the free version. Um, They're not doing that with this. So I'm sure everyone's like, well, we, we don't, or a lot of people are like, we don't want to pay $200 to listen to your new album. You fucking crazy? Like, yeah, we might think you're good. You ain't that good. I don't know. I haven't read about the people complaining. I mean, it seems like he has sold a lot of uh, these things. So, I guess we'll really just have to see how this plays out. Anyone have any thoughts on it? Let me know. Because that's about all I got on it. I'm going to be moving to uh, the next topic. If no one has uh, any thoughts on it. Alrighty. <laughs> so, the next thing then I'm going to talk about. So, I've got all different sorts of subjects today. Nothing's really uh, blending in with each other. So, we're going from Kanye West and uh, hip-hop. Next subject, Joey Diaz on Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they were really pissed when Joe Rogan went to Spotify because apparently they thought that meant no more Joey Diaz. And I got to be honest with you, I I was kind of skeptical too if Joey Diaz was going to be back on because I had heard they took Joey Diaz episodes off of, um, you know, off of his podcast, you know, so he was one of his more frequent guests and all of a sudden his episodes start disappearing and it's like, what? Like, are you, you selling out, dude? He's a, you know, good friend of yours, a frequent guest, your audience loves when he's a, you know, a guest on there and his episodes are missing. But it looks like he uh, came back on. Now, Joey Diaz, you know, COVID happened. And I remember when Rogan was still in Los Angeles, Joey Diaz was still a guest on there. That was before uh, Spotify. And then Rogan moves to Austin. Joey Diaz moves to New Jersey. And I feel a big part of him also just not going on the podcast as he probably doesn't want to have to travel to Texas. I could be wrong, but... He, he strikes me as that kind of person that is like, yeah, I'm not going to be going down to Texas every other week to go on Rogan's podcast. And the reason why I want to talk about Joey Diaz on Joe Rogan is because they talked about uh, this Johnny Knoxville movie. I like Action Park. I don't know if anyone's ever seen it. It's about this amusement park. They used to be in, I guess, like amusement water park. They used to be in New Jersey. 
Now, Joey Diaz is from New Jersey, so he de- he has like some sort of connection with, with this place. I know of the place. Uh, I think it, they, it closed for a while. I think now it's a snowboarding place, but I think they for the summer they still have a water park there, and it's much safer than a while. I don't think it's like full amusement water park, just a little, I think, water park or something. It used to be a, like very dangerous. Every weekend, kids were getting really hurt there. You know, in the movie... I was like, there, there's no way this is like, this could be real. And yeah, it looks like it was a very dangerous water park. There was a slide with a full 360 loop in there. Big cliff that people were jumping off of. If I remember it, there was a cannon in there <laughs> that they were flinging kids out of. So I just found it pretty funny. So, you know, from what I saw though, Joey Diaz, he mentioned Action Park. He loved it and stuff. He didn't mention it was a Johnny Knoxville movie. I was like, come on, give that movie some publicity. I thought it was funny. All right. Well, I'm going to play a part of the video on it because that was pretty funny. I guess uh, now that Rogan needs any um, more publicity, but we're going to give him some. All right. Here it is. One second. Just wanted to go home. I wanted my daughter to fucking see the things I saw as a kid, not North Jersey type shit. Yeah, so Joey Diaz is from North Jersey, which is like a very, like a lot of parts of Jersey are very different from each other. So he lived in North Jersey, which is uh, closer to the city and stuff, closer to New York City. And uh, he grew up there, he liked it there, but it seems when he moved back to Jersey, I think he moved close, I think he moved to to South Jersey. I feel like he's close to Asbury Park, because if I remember correctly, he moved close to the comedian Jim Florentine, who is still, uh, I think he's in Asbury Park. Jim Florentine, he dated Robin Quivers from the Howard Stern Show. All right, what's, what else you got to say here? Mm-hmm. But I want to, did you see that fucking special on uh, that amusement park when we were kids from Verona, no. New Jersey? What's the name of it? Action Park. No. They ended up calling it Class Action Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the... You know, I, I just remembered this too. Joe Rogan is technically from New Jersey. I don't think he really had many years in New Jersey, but I did see that. I think he was born in North New Jersey. Got a lot of those comedians that made it big that were from New Jersey. Uh, Joe Rogan, Artie Lang, Jim Norton, Joey Diaz, Jim Florentine. I mean, they might not be huge. I mean, Rogan's huge. They might not, not all be huge, but a lot of Jersey comedians. <laughs> That's dog. You what gotta happened? watch. What this. happened? Was it that's accident? what we used to go? When we were kids. Yeah, every time you went there, they take you on a neck brace. <laughs> Fuck it, when you were a kid, dog. Please, Jamie. If- I, I remember when I saw this movie, there was like a concrete, like path slide thing, and people were like racing these cars down it, which looked extraordinarily dangerous. Like you fall off that thing, you're like cracking your head open on this concrete path. Hilarious, though. You got everyone watch it. If you find anything, a trailer. Dude, I was at a fucking one of those <coughs> fairs that they would Joe pull Rogan. up in a parking lot. Look at this shit. <clears throat> when we were kids, you know. Jesus Christ, you're flying down these things. How many kids got broken legs from oh this? Oh, my God. Every time you went there, <laughs> if you went with eight kids, somebody was going the down. The most dangerous <laughs> Look at and in, Jer- and in Vernon, New Jersey, or Vernon, New York. Look at oh, my God. People are jumping off cliffs. Yeah. Everyone should like watch this. This is insane. I know I've just like repeated myself with that a bunch of times, but I I don't under. I, there had to be multiple deaths here. I need to see the death count at this place. Let me. I'm I'm looking that up right now. Deaths at Action 
Park. There, there had to be. Action Park opened in 1978. By 1987, five people had died as a result of incidents at the park. Two, 15-year-old George Lopez and 18-year-old Gregory Grand Champs in the wave pool. The treacherous attraction had a nickname, the Grave Pool. Oh, jeez. Yeah, this was insane. Let's see what else I got to say. Whoa! You could drive that shit. race cars? Everything. <laughs> you could... What is this, bungee jumping? This was the 70s with the class action pool. That was like... <laughs> All right, now let's see. Rogan said something. I think this is where he says it. Well, I'm like... I don't know. I don't know if people are really gonna agree with you, but let's say if you could go like if you, guys are doing like BMX flips, you know, guys are practicing for those things. How many of those guys get hurt? A lot, right? Yes. How how often do they get hurt? I don't know. Well, why is it okay if they get hurt, but it's not okay if you go to a park where you're reasonably certain you have a good chance of getting hurt? I think the re I could I don't know. I, I kind of agree with him to an extent. Like, yeah, it's like if you want to do it, sure. Like, well, you know, why should you not be allowed to uh, do it? If you, you know, if they put it out there that this is a dangerous park and you will probably get hurt and you're still willing to pay, then sure, let the dumbasses pay for it. Um, I think the other, you know, the thing with the BMX bikes is like they're not just made for. Uh, doing dangerous stuff with you could still just ride a bike but I, I understand what he's saying but then you know they set up skate parks and stuff and it's like well you know you, you know you know from the beginning that it is going to be dangerous if you're doing that every day chances are sooner or later you're breaking a bone let's see what he's saying like if if it's basically people paying to have the same kind of risk factor as you would do if you were doing something else crazy that's totally okay like, why can't you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can get a BMX bike, there can be a ramp, people know you're going to jump it. Everybody knows. That's fine. But that, what is Did anyone hear Joey Diaz, like, breathing really heavy there? Do a lot of fat people just breathe really heavy all the time? Like, you just, I, I just hear in the background. Like, did, did anyone hear that? That more of a commitment? Because you went, you got a helmet, you got a bike, and you got the whole thing, instead of just going to this place? This should be a place where it's fucking risky, right? This should be a like if somebody had, if you had a lockdown, f solid contract where no matter what happened to you, you you couldn't sue them. They could. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't necessarily like. I, I don't really disagree with them. It's like if you want to pay to go to this place and they make it known that it is dangerous, then sure, let people you know let people pay. Make a place like that again. But I don't think they would ever be able to you hold you one gotta of those watch the documentary. Court. It's you, tough. I watched. Want, I remember watching. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. tremendous. There, but is it is it negligence? Yes. Oh. Okay. I, if I remember correctly, there's a lot of people telling them you can't do this for kids, and people are like, "Give a fuck. It's the '80s. We're doing coke. We're making money. <laughs> Have fun." But party. the jumping off cliffs like that. Yeah, that that is pretty insane. Like, if if you're high up and you just you know I. I wouldn't even have the balls to jump off a cliff, honestly. So that probably wouldn't have even been a problem for me. Thing like the fact that they had a cliff dive, like that's just crazy. Dumb. They built a cliff dive, but then again, you see the high dives and stuff at some pools, and I'm like, I wouldn't even have the balls to jump off that. Aren't those dangerous? And you pay people could just jump. Like if you hit, if you're drive jumping off of yeah, this like, is the big thing that they that had. Was the I big remember. Thing. 
the bridge where everybody would like was the big get thing? drunk oh, and bridge. jump off of, and people were getting hurt. They're landing on each other all the time. <laughs> oh, of course. Look at that. I can imagine that they would. I bet imagine people landing on each other on purpose. Well, <laughs> I think that's part of it because they would cheer. It'd be like yeah. you're the you're the man for the. Oh five yeah, you of get a bunch day. of ratty that's kids. That's a great way they, to break They, they want to get hurt. Someone so this place flying just, and landing yeah, on you. Watch, that is a the great it's way that's, to break your neck. It's really good. I think there's even a fictionalized version that Johnny Knoxville made. That. Oh, okay. So they're saying there's two. Okay, maybe I was wrong. They're, so they made an actual like documentary on this. Okay, I thought they were talking about the Johnny Knoxville version. All right, so now, now okay. Everyone watch the Johnny Knoxville version. I'm going to have to try to watch this in the next couple weeks. And I will get back to you on how I like the uh, actual, or the, you know, the actual documentary on this. That is an, I need to find this now. That's why he popped up in that thing. And I don't remember what that's called. You know, these places, and, and it was the 70s, mm-hmm. late 70s, early 80s, or 70s. I don't think the insurance regulations were as strict as they are. All right. That's uh, enough of that. It's The one with Johnny Knoxville, apparently in the movie, he, like, when he was fl- flung out of the cannon or something, he went through the shed and... I think he said he, like, broke part of his eye or something, and then his eye actually, like, fell out. He, like, sneezed, and boom, thing just comes out. And that was insane. Yeah, Joey, Joey Diaz was funny in that part. I didn't, you know, I didn't listen to the full episode because I just really watched this one clip, actually. But in this clip, he did say, like, well, yeah, when I went out when I was younger, I didn't just go out to go out. Like, I went out to die, <laughs> you know? Like, sounds like he uh, had a fun time there in Jersey. All right. Alrighty, well, that's it with uh, the Rogan bit there. I'm going to play a trivia break. I'll be back with my last uh, topic and stuff. No no one wants to say anything today. All right, no one has any comments on the Kanye West or uh, the um, the Joey Diaz stuff. If anyone does, type it in there. See what we got. All right, until then, I will uh, put the trivia on. Let's see what happened to the trivia. The hell? Oh, here it is. All right, everyone. Enjoy. All right, trivia break, people. I don't have an intro for this again this week, so I will explain this. This is one of those famous person guessing games. So I've got five clues about a famous person. I'll read each clue twice. Every clue gets easier. After I read all five clues twice... I will then name the famous person. All right, sound good? Let's do this. All right, so clue one. I am a famous actress and former model born August 30th, 1972 in San Diego, California. Again, I am a famous actress and former model born August 30th, 1972 In San Diego, California. Okay, going on to clue number two. I made my film debut in the 1994 movie, The Mask. Again, I made my film debut in the 1994 movie, The Mask. Now that's a pretty easy clue. Maybe. I don't know. I I think I would have been able to get it from by clue number two. Okay, clue number three. I played Mary in the movie Something About Mary. 
again. I played Mary in the movie Something About Mary. See, in a way, clue number three could actually be harder than clue number two. I mean, clue number two doesn't say the character that this chick played in the movie. However, who have many people seen Something About Mary? I've seen that movie. It's the one with Ben Stiller in it. But, I, I don't know, I feel like not that many people have seen it. Not many people are like, oh yeah, that that's the real easy one. I, I don't know, I feel more people might be able to get this from Clue 2. Maybe that's just me though, I don't know. Alright, we'll move on to Clue number 4. I was also one of Charlie's Angels. Again, I was also one of Charlie's Angels. Now, look at the, uh, remember the first question, the first clue. This person was born in 1972, so there's different, uh, Charlie's Angels. And clue number five, my initials are C.D. Again, my initials are C.D., I'm just going to read through these real quick this time. I don't think I usually do that, but I'm reading through them quick one last time. I'm a famous actress and former model born August 30th, 1972 in San Diego, California. I made my film debut in the 1994 movie, The Mask. I played Mary in the movie Something About Mary. I was also one of Charlie's Angels. And my initials are C.D. Alright, so that is all the clues. They were supposed to get easier as we went along. Alright. If you guys want to take a guess, or if you guys have been guessing, write it in the chat on the live stream. For those just listening to uh, the recording on, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever the hell you're listening, then, I don't know. I hope you got it, I guess. Alright. The famous person that this is, is drumroll please, I don't have sound effects, here we go, Cameron Diaz, it's pronounced Cameron Diaz, right, not Diaz, I'm always saying I don't know how to pronounce things, I've always said Cameron Diaz, I think I've heard some people say Diaz, but honestly I think they're the minority, I think most people do say Cameron Diaz, um, yeah, so that is, uh, it is her. Do you, do you guys think that this one was like easier as it went along? I feel most of the other ones did actually get much easier as the clues went along, but I feel like uh, I don't know. Like my initials are CD is pretty easy if you already have a clue who she is. Okay, well that is it for the uh, game this week. I will be back next week with probably just the regular trivia again. All right, hope you guys enjoyed. Back to the show. Alright, hope you guys enjoyed that uh, guessing game on Cameron Diaz. Alright, now back to uh, my last topic here. This one I thought was pretty funny, honestly. It's one of the silly Daily Mail articles. It was about this uh, wife, this mom, and she decided to arrange a threesome for her husband's birthday. And, you know, that could be kind of risky because she might be like, you know, like the husband might want to, you know, leave her for the other woman. You know, now that he got a taste of another woman again, he might be like, 
yeah, no, the magic is gone. Like, no wonder why she tried to do a threesome to spark shit up again. But no, I, I'm liking this other woman more. Well, that wasn't the case. And th- this time, the woman in the, you know, the two women in the, the threesome and the husband. Well, his wife, she ended up saying that she likes women more and she just stuck with woman after that. She ends up getting together with the woman in the threesome, leaves her husband you know, uh, and gets with this woman. I thought that was pretty funny. He was like, well, that's not the way I expected my threesome to go. He probably was like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, great time to woman, you know, getting it out of my system. Maybe, who knows? Maybe it'll be a thing again in the future. Maybe she'll enjoy it like that much. But, you know, he probably was like, I still love my wife, though. Like, I would never want to be with that. Or, and then she was like, oh, wow, that was much better with her than you. Oh, man, I got in, uh, like I said, I got an article about it, so we'll read about it a little bit. The woman's name is uh, Teresa Rose, and she's from Oregon. And uh, I want to know how she found this woman. Like, were they already friends? She see her at the supermarket and was like, hey, you look like you'd want to be in a threesome. Like, like, how did she find this woman? Like, did she already know her? And how did she ask her? Because I, I feel like that can't be a very, like, just casual question, like, hey, any chance you want to be in a threesome? I'm like, oh, okay, like, I don't know. She see her at the supermarket or something? I don't know. It is funny, like, she decided, she decided the experience with uh, another woman was, like, more her style, and she was like, oh, I'll just stick with that. I, I did start, I had to start laughing at that when I, when I saw that, because... You know, her husband had to be so happy to get this and just probably did not expect to lose his wife from it. See, I'm I'm also uh, curious. What if the other woman, like, wasn't a lesbian? And, uh, or if she just didn't want to date the wife, like, the one that was leaving the husband. Like, if she wasn't a lesbian, like, that could have been awkward. Like, I think I'm in love with you. Like, can we date now? It's like, no, I'm not a lesbian. I just wanted to have a threesome also, like your husband. Or what if she was a lesbian and she just didn't want to date her? Right? She was like, nope, still just wanted a threesome. Like, yeah, like, I'm and flattered and everything, but don't really uh, want to date you. Like, this is just for fun. Is this like, uh, I don't know. I wonder if her husband was a dick or something and she was like, oh, I just like, like this more. Like, I wonder if it was with another man. If she would have left her husband for the other man. I, I, you know, since they did, since she did seem to leave her husband so fast, I am curious if she, like, had something going on behind the scenes with this other woman, and this was just a good way to say, wow, I never realized I liked women. Like, like, I had to have the experience to know, but I wonder if they'd been dating for, like, months or something. They'd been banging behind the scenes for months, and they just decided to bring the husband in just for, like, one last hurrah. I wonder how the kids handled this also. The kids are like, Mom, what the fuck, you slut? Leaving our dad for another woman? I mean, you know, like, divorces could be uh, traumatizing, I feel, for kids. But then, I don't know how old her kids are. (laughs) But then, uh, you know, when they see, like, another woman, they're probably not used to that. They're probably like, wait, but you were, what is going on here? All right, let's see uh, what this article says about this. Wife and mom of 
a wife and mom of two who arranged threesome for her husband's birthday reveals it made her realize she was a lesbian and led to divorce him just weeks later. See, just weeks later. Like, divorce, like not even separating, like a divorce weeks later. I don't know. It's kind of sounding like she might have had something going on with this woman and this was just a good way. Like, she made it sound like she was trying to, like, help the husband out. Like, hey, we could have a threesome. It sounded, and you know, like it was just the perfect way to make an excuse, make him happy at first, and make it sound like, oh, it wasn't your fault. Like, you know, like I, I, I'm, she might have been cheating. Let's see. A wife and mother of two who arranged a threesome for her husband's birthday revealed it made her realize she was a lesbian and prompted her to, to divorce him and start a relationship with a woman just weeks, three weeks later. Oh, it says ju- uh, with a woman. It doesn't necessarily say it was that particular woman that they had the threesome with. All right, that was my understanding. Let, let's see, though. Teresa Rose, 36, from Portland, Oregon, who likes to go by her middle name, Rose, uh, said she was always unhappy in her marriage but couldn't put her finger on why. All right. See, she was unhappy. I don't know. If you got to, if you got to tell the truth, just tell the truth. You know, the cat's out of the bag now. Then after having a threesome with her husband and another woman in 2020, she discovered what she was missing. Rose said it made her realize how emotionally shallow her relationship was. Well, what does she mean by that, emotionally shallow? I th- We need more details on that. Uh, her relationship was with her husband compared to the instant connection she felt with the woman. It's chicken bad looking picture of her here. Her, uh, I don't know which one is which, which one's the girlfriend and which one is the, uh, ex-wife, but yeah, no, both, both fine looking. I'm sure the guy had a very fun time. She decided to divorce him and three weeks later she began dating a woman named Jackie Metal. Experiencing that intimate interaction with a woman for the first time, the physical and emotional depth was so intense, she told the New York Post during a recent interview. I was like, oh my God, this is, what I, this is what's been missing. After being with that woman, I said to myself, this is why I've been so unhappy in my marriage. Were you ever happy in your marriage? Like, there are so many questions. So many questions that I'm sure were not asked because uh, interviewers are just stupid these days. My relationship with my husband emotionally felt so shallow and lonely compared to my connection with the woman. What made, what made you just stay with him and marry him in the first place? Rose was raised in a very Catholic family and said she was told from a young age that all gays go to hell. Ouch. Her strict upbringing forced her to hide her feelings towards women until she couldn't deny them any longer. Unfortunately, Rose's husband, who, was, who has not been named for privacy reasons, was not supportive. Well, I, I, I didn't think he'd necessarily be supportive of like, oh yeah, no problem. No problem. Like, I've just loved you for however many years they were together, but no problem. Go be with the woman. Uh, or, you know, even if it was with another dude, like I, I have to imagine the pro, you know, his uh, unhappiness came from his wife leaving him. Uh, okay. So she, he was not supportive when she told him about her realization and she said he got really nasty and outed her to her very conservative parents as well as their mutual friends and Bible study group. Oh damn, this guy was pissed. He was like, yeah. Alright, so he kind of sounds like a dick if he's just gonna do that like 
no conversation. Like, it's like, no, we're going to the Bible group. I I don't know which one is her. Because they're showing them together. All right, I think I know which one's her. I think she, I would say, they're both pretty. I would say she, I think she's the prettier one out of the two, if I'm getting this correctly. Uh, so this says, Rose and Jackie have been together for more than a year now and have since moved from California to Oregon to raise Rose's sons together who are six and eight years old. Curious their thoughts on this. Many of her loved ones did not take the news well. I'm sure it was definitely a change for them. Which led Rose down a very dark path with the mom of two admitting that she contemplated suicide. Well, that's not good. However, she then met Jackie, whom she credits with saving her life. They have been together for more than a year now and have since moved to California to Oregon to raise Rose's sons together who are six and eight years old. Rose no longer speaks to either of her parents and how identifies as an atheist. Damn, they got some problems going on in that family. She often posts videos to her... Oh, of course, we gotta plug the TikTok. She often posts uh, videos to her TikTok under the username... At Raising Two Activists, where she gained more than 100,000 followers. I swear, sometimes people do this just like to get TikTok followers at this point. Every article I read about a person now mentions their TikTok account. Uh, that's interesting. It feels so free to finally live authentically, she concluded. All right, so that is the end of uh, that article. So, yeah, her husband was pretty pissed about that. Lost his wife. Had a threesome, but lost his wife. I think maybe she'll look at it maybe as like a good thing. Well, at least I got a threesome before uh, she left me. You know, it maybe if he wasn't such a dick, maybe he could have gotten another threesome again in the future. I don't know. Alrighty. Well, that is it with uh, all my topics for today. I'm going to give Theo Vaughn a call real fast. And then I'm out. Alrighty. Oh, crap. Need us put this phone thing on real quick. One second. Okay, I think I am uh, connected now. Okay, I am. Let's see. Where did his number go? <laughs> One second. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Okay. I have no clue what happened. Oh, here it is. Okay. This should be it. Hello. Please state your name after the tone and Google Voice will try to connect you. Frankie D. Another week in a row, it did that whole shebang with me. I, f- I thought it stopped for a little bit. Come on. Hey, what's up? This is Theo Vaughn. Uh, this is a This Past Weekend hotline. Well, uh, 
I appreciate you calling. I want to let you know that um, mm. this is a space where you can I want to know if he actually appreciates me comment, calling. Um, an issue, a concern. Because he never talks about poor thought, Anything you want. Uh, this is a space, you know, this that hotline. You can leave that. Or you can leave your name in. You can leave your name out. Um, it, it'll uh, it'll turn off after three minutes. So if you go on long, you're going to have to call back and finish your comments or whatever. But uh, I appreciate you calling. And uh, and I, I appreciate your support with this past weekend. Uh, be good, you little dust bear. I love you. Bye. Theo, it's Frankie D again. Still not seeing any pork roll news from you. I thought uh, I thought we'd be hearing from you by now. Just had one today. It was fucking delicious. Get yourself a fucking pork roll sandwich and talk about it. So what uh, news interested you most this week, uh, Theo? Was it Kanye West putting his music on the uh, that new platform stem player that I guess some people are pissed about? Maybe some are happy. It seems like he's making money from it. Could it have been uh, Joey Diaz talking with Joe Rogan about Action Park, that very dangerous amusement park from New Jersey? Johnny Knoxville was in a movie about it. Apparently his eye even came out in that movie. They didn't talk about that. I'm just telling you about uh that part. They did talk about Action Park. Yeah, pretty funny if you haven't uh, seen the clip yet. Or could it be? I thought this one was pretty funny. This woman, she sets up a threesome for her and her husband with another woman for uh, her husband's birthday. And after it, she decides that she don't like men no more. She divorces them weeks later. And she uh, gets with a woman. I was like, oh, damn, husband probably thought, you know, all right, I got a threesome, and then, bam, loses his wife. Interesting story. You should check it out. All right, Theo, uh, go eat a pork roll sandwich. Again, it's pork roll, not Taylor Ham. I don't know how many times you got to go over this. I'm a split now. Have a good weekend. Your friend, Frankie D. Peace. you ever actually heard one of those things, you'd be like, your fucking friend? The fuck are you? All right. That is it for uh, the Frankie D show for today. Uh, TGY TV Tim Gilby says, Titty, sorry, missed the notification somehow. It is all good. However, the show is ending now, you schmuck. But I appreciate you coming by. Uh, you know, check it out on... Well, you could still check it out on YouTube or you could go to uh, Podbean or Apple or Spotify or any of those uh, platforms if you want to listen there. Get the whole show. All right, I'm just going to plug the show real quick and I'm out of here. So for everyone listening on uh, YouTube right now, make sure you give me the uh, thumbs up, subscribe to the Frankie D Show, ding the bell, do what you got to do. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, any of the platforms I send it out to, Google Podcasts, make sure you subscribe to me there and keep listening to my episodes. And uh, if you want to follow The Frankie D Show on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, it is at The Frankie D Show. So, that is it. That is it for today. I appreciate everyone that came by. I appreciate everyone that's listening on the uh, recorded platforms. I should be back next week, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Friday. 
All right, that's it for today, everyone. Thanks again. Peace.